Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac Bruce, what's up, man? I am Isaac Bruce, man. What's going on? The man of no reputation. Uh, you know, Doc uh, kicked off the NFL season last night, man, in grand fashion. Man, you talking about, you know, exciting football game, uh, individual play. I want to mention the wide receiver first, Amari Cooper. I mean, putting in work, 13 catches, 139 yards. But two quarterbacks, man, they, I mean, they always shine pretty bright. Dak Prescott making his comeback. And Tom Brady, man, just seems to always be there, man. But uh, this is game week for uh, the, the Los Angeles Rams, man. The preparation is, uh, uh, as we speak, uh, winding down. It's Friday afternoon, so that's probably a light practice that Coach Sean McVay is uh, holding right now, uh, crossing all the T's and dotting the I's, man. So. Uh, it's game day. It's game week, Doc. So we ready. I'm ready to see what the boys put on the on the field. I'm ready too, man. And as you said, the NFL season has officially kicked off. And before I start talking about the Rams, I want to laugh at you damn Cowboys fans. Hey, man, it just is what it is, man. And it was a great exhibition, throwing exhibition by Dak Prescott and Tom Brady. Both of them just throwing the ball all over the field. And, you know, uh, I just don't like the fact that neither one of them went to the running game too much. But either way, anyway, neither one of those – teams are really my concern because I don't give a damn. I'm just glad these Cowboys fans are feeling sick right now, but our Rams getting ready to start the 2021-2022 season at home at SoFi against the Chicago Bears Sunday night football. This is what we're talking about. The preseason is over. Cuts have been made. Rosters are here in Isaac. What I'm looking for in this first game, man, is that what a lot of Rams fans looking for. The big acquisition Matthew Stafford I don't know if he feel any pressure or not. He may feel a little nervousness because he wants to perform, but he's shown us what he can do. But all Rams fans want to know and see and NFL fans are going to be watching because we're going to be the only show on is how Matthew Stafford performs. So you think he feels any pressure going into this first game to put up big numbers, man? Man, zero pressure at all. We're talking about a seasoned veteran with over 42,000 career passing yards doc i mean you know uh for for guys like that and you know i heard some of uh uh the guys calling the game last night chris collinsworth and al michaels uh and i think chris chris was talking about just how good matthew stafford is i mean they're actually going to be calling this game sunday night for us 
So, you know, they have to do their homework, go back and watch film. But having, he said, he mentioned that not having the opportunity to call many Detroit games, uh, you know, during uh, Matthew's uh, uh, tenure with the Lions, you forget just how good a player he is, man. So um, first and foremost, it starts mentally, man, just the approach and of, of, about knowing who you are as a football player. I think Matthew has that already down pat, man. And, uh, you know, we always talk about the, the, the ability of players, quarterbacks included, availability. I mean, one of his, his, his highest traits that he has is that he's always been there. He shows up every Sunday to play. And, uh, you know, with that perfect match of Sean McVay's play calling, uh, the, the players that, that he has around him now, uh, the defense that he's playing with, he has an opportunity now to play some really meaningful football, not only in September, but also as we wane into the season of November and December. So, I know as a Ram, as a Ram family, we're more interested in see, just seeing that mesh than everyone else outside of this Ram family. So um, I think he puts on a great show, um, com comes out and shows everybody what he's been doing for the past 12 years, kind of under the surface. And then, bam, I'm in this huge market called Los Angeles and with a great football team. And I think he plays well. I think we, I know, I, I know he will play well if we keep him protected, but we got to keep him protected, bro, because the Bears got that dude. We got to do, but they got to do to Khalil Mack, man. So we're going to have to do something about that defensive front, specifically that dude with Khalil Mack, man. So I think our offensive line will hold up, but they will be tested because that Bears defensive front, man. I'm, hey, them, them do some real monsters. So Isaac, I know we talk a lot about Aaron Donald, but Khalil Mack, man, uh, he, I mean, dude is that dude, Isaac. He is. I mean, you know, uh, ever since he left the Raiders, you just look at uh, the, the, the debacle that, honestly, the Raiders are right now. I mean, when you take a future Hall of Famer off your defense, uh, a guy that's that's running neck and neck with Aaron Donald as far as sacks, uh, when they came out, I believe they came out the same season. I mean, he's right there. I mean, Khalil Mack is a guy that is respected on every level as far as football is concerned from a media standpoint, from a player standpoint. So. Uh, we got definitely got to block him up, man. I think he's uh, one of those guys, you know, I, I remember many times when Coach Marks would be doing an offensive game plan and we would rarely mention a defense, man. I mean, they could have a great unit, but we would rarely mention them. But they would always, sometimes we get a guy, a defense with a special guy, like a Julius Peppers. You have to mention those guys. You have to pay some extra attention to find out what these guys are. And Khalil Matt fits right into that that uh that category right there. He's a hellraiser. I'm glad I don't have to see that dude, man, because he is a hellraiser. But I'm hoping I'm hoping our running backs can raise hell. Now, Isaac, I'm looking at this man because we know we lost Cam Akers. So Darren Henderson right now is running back one. We went and got Sony Michelle. But this is what I don't like: the fact that the Rams are still talking about running back by committee and they complement one another, bro. Darren Henderson going into his third year. To me, they should be confident enough if they've seen enough from dude to be like, no, he's going to be the one we give the rock to, and he's going to be the one we count on. But the fact that they're not saying that and he going into his third year, they're going to do, do running back by committee because they were saying that about Cam Akers. Cam Akers is the dude. He's going to get 15 to 20 touches a game, but they still not saying that about Darren Henderson. But anyway, I still like the fact that we do have at least he, him, 
and Sony Michelle when Sony Michelle really learns the offense to help one another out. But to me, bro, I just don't like the fact they're still talking about running back by committee. And Daryl, this is your you going into your third season, man. Well, that's a, that's a question that only Daryl Henderson can answer. I mean, you know, I can I can sit here and speculate, but you know, when he's called to the podium and when he's called to those press conferences and these questions come up, come you know, come towards him, he can, he's the only one that can answer those questions. Number one, you know, about uh, his 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 personal identity as a football player. Number two, about uh, the opportunity that he has, and lastly, about his play. I mean, we can. We can see. I mean, once the, once the game gets started, and you know, you check those stats and see that you've give, given the ball to uh, Henderson maybe ten times already, and he, he maybe five yards a pop. I mean, he he can answer those questions via his play. So, um, running back by committee, there there was always going to be an extra guy in there to to spell a Cam Akers or or even so to now to spell uh, Daryl Henderson. So. We'll see how it plays out. I'm sure Sony Michelle, like like we discussed many times before, he has the extra incentive to play well this season via contract. He wants a contract extension, so he has to go out there and perform. And that's the only way that you can really solidify uh, getting a contract extension, especially from a running back position, man, because it's it's, it's kind of devalued by those on the outside. But at the same time, you know, guys have to know they have to prove what they're worth on the field to get that next contract. I'm saying, Daryl, go out there and take the damn job, bro. Come on, bro. If they give you 10, 15 carries, man, let's do something, dog. Take the job so they won't be saying it's running back by committee because it's, it's cool to have a complimentary running back to have at least two. I understand that. But when they say running back by committee and they bringing up Jake Funk too, like, God dang, Daryl, come on, bro. I mean, you got, the, you got the talent, you got the ability because we've seen you do it at Memphis and we've seen bursts of that since you've been in the NFL. So I want to challenge the young running back, man, from Batesville, Mississippi, to Memphis Tiger. Go out there and take the job, man, so we won't even have to mention no running back by committee. Do your damn thing because we know those receivers and that quarterback going to do their damn thing because speaking of Matthew Stafford, he has some new targets and some old targets. He got Coop. He got Robert Woods. We know what they can do, but we got Deshaun Jackson adding him, your boy Tutu. And also, Isaac, I've been hearing Sean McVay saying uh, 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 the youngster. Van Jefferson, it, it looks like he's learning and picking up, man. So that, that that wide receiver crew is definitely, definitely capable of doing some great things, bro. Indeed, man. You know, it's just unfortunate you can't put them all on the field at the same time. Uh, you know, as far as Van Jefferson is concerned, you know, he's going into his uh, second season, I believe. Yeah. And, you know, the iron, the iron sharpens iron, man. So hopefully he's learned a lot from those veterans that are in that locker room. Uh, we, we're starting to see the emergence of, of second-year players. Started last night with C.D. Lamb. I think he and Van Jefferson are right there at the same level right now. So um, it's just about having that mindset, Doc. I mean, having that number one mindset, no matter where you are on the depth chart, are you a number one wide receiver? And only you can answer that question. So, And it has to be rehearsed in your quiet time so that when you're out into the courts, uh, out into the courtyards, you flourish. And uh, uh, Sunday night, uh, Van Jefferson will have an opportunity to flourish and to show people who he is and what he's capable of, capable of doing. But looking at uh, a lot of the reports and uh, a lot of things, man, it looks like Matthew, uh, has, 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 he's been hooking up with Cooper Cup like they got a nice little relationship. I told you, Isaac, Cooper was going out to eat with him. 
You two might don't make no difference. He was going out to eat. What? Well, I guess you would know, though. <laughs> you would know a lot better than me. But I'm just saying, it's good. Oh, you shaking your head, man. But I'm, it's good to have that chemistry. But it looks like they have, reading reports, look like they have a better chemistry so far than Matthew and some of the, <laughs> why you look like that, bro? Some of the other receivers. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, when you look at Cooper Cup, uh, he's a great receiver. He's that slot guy, your third down guy. You should have a great rapport with him. I mean, I don't feel like uh, uh, not having dinner with the guy that's throwing the football takes away from anything. Right. I, I just don't feel that way because I don't. I don't remember you know having many meals with a Mark Bolger or, or Kurt Warner or Chris Miller to say the least, man. I I, I I went eight with the receivers, man. So I think that you know for some people, if if that's your mindset, it plays a part, but. For me, that's that's not me. I got you, man. But I, I mean, I, I'm I'm still interested to see how all of those guys gonna work together and how they gonna do it and how the, how the ball is gonna be spread around. Because I know Deshaun Jackson been saying a lot of good things. He's a veteran. He's changed. He's mature. But he back home in La La Land, man. He back home in Cap. So he gonna want the rock, and he's gonna want to get a chance to prove to everybody at home that hey, I still got something left. So. I'm not saying it's gonna be a problem, but I know he gonna. I know Deshaun gonna want that pill, bro. He he should want the ball. I mean, if he didn't want the ball, that would be a problem. Now I'm sure he's mature enough. Uh, you know, like you mentioned many shows ago. Yeah. You know, it, it probably wouldn't have been best for him to be in Los Angeles at his. You know, at when he first got in the league. But right now, that maturity level is 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 a lot bigger than you know me personally. I mean. You know, we don't want the brother soaring discord amongst each other. I, I don't expect that to happen. I, I expect them to celebrate each other. And when you have one common goal as to being that team, that that second team to win a Super Bowl in your home stadium, man, that trumps everything, man. That trumps who's getting the ball and who's not getting the football. So um, I, I'm sure these guys can really uh, not only uh, play together, but have success and celebrate each other's success. Now, as good as our Rams offense is, man, I know we got to face that Chicago Bears defense, but we are favorites to win the game. And I don't think Sean McVay lost the season opener since he became head coach. I don't think. I think that's right. You know what I'm saying? And we've gotten up to a 3-0 start a couple of times the last couple of seasons, but it didn't end up like we wanted it to end up. But our Rams offense against that Bears defense, Khalil Mack, Akeem Hick, I mean, they got, some, they got some dogs, but I think we should take care of that. But on the other side, bro, we got dumb dogs. A.D., Jalen Ramsey, what they got going on. And Chicago Bears, they're not bringing Mitchell Trubisky here. They're bringing Andy Dalton. So, Andy Dalton, welcome to SoFi. Welcome to the Rams. And also welcome Aaron Donald because I, I'm expecting Aaron Donald, man, to just have a damn feast day on Sunday because Andy Dalton can run a little bit, but he ain't that. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't too confident in, him, but confident in him, but I'm looking forward to what A.D. can do against that Bears offensive line and putting that pressure on Aaron Dalton, uh, Andy Dalton. Well, I tell you what, Doc, uh, Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Chicago Bears, man, he's not fooling me, man. I'm sure there's going to be a Justin Fields package somewhere, and Justin Fields will get his first opportunity to play in the National Football League in a real game where the stats count and the, and the checks are big this Sunday night. So uh, he's not fooling me. Um, everything that you just mentioned about our defense, he's mentioned to – his offense. I mean, you got Andy Dalton back there. He, he's more of a statue than, than Justin Fields is. And like I say, the, the league is turning towards that dual threat style quarterback. And they have one, man. So for him, for you to 
you know, play play a game, a national football game with your job on the line. Yeah. And leave that ace in the hole in the back pocket, man. I just don't see that happening. So I think this is the first week. This is the the uh, the first week as we go and proceed with this show, Doc, where we go on a consecutive run of uh, leading off with one Aaron Donald, man. So um, it's time for this guy uh, to, to continue to get the recognition he's been getting. And this show is going to be at the at the very front of really posting him and uh, pushing him forward because I think he's going to dominate this season like he's done every other season. Indeed. And, of course, Mac Nagy, you know, they got Justin Fields, man, the quarterback out of Ohio State, very athletic. I mean, he looked good in the preseason. He was outstanding in college. But, uh, you know, he's an athletic quarterback, mobile quarterback. But uh, Justin Fields, I want to tell you what, bro. I mean, you can you can feel good about any, everything, but Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and uh, the Rams are kind of used to dealing with athletic quarterbacks because Kyler Murray is in, in the division. Now, Russell Wilson is in the division. So you might be good, Justin Fields, but I don't think you them do. So I don't think – I know for a fact the Rams ain't going to be too concerned about him, but they got him on the board in case he comes in the game. And when they do come in the game, Ricky, hey, man, you're dealing with a whole different situation because if AD don't get that ass, Leonard Floyd has a chance of getting that ass. And if you try to throw it under pressure, Jalen Ramsey is definitely going to be back there to pick it off because that's another matchup, Isaac. Because they got Allen Robinson, man, the receiver, man. I mean, dude is, dude is cold. He's good. But that's going to be a nice little matchup, man. Once again, Jalen proving, still trying to prove that he's the best cornerback in the NFL going against a receiver like Robinson because Robinson puts up numbers, and he's a very, very good wide receiver. People just don't talk about him enough as far as I'm concerned. Well, I'll tell you what, Doc, one angle that, you know, many people haven't mentioned, you know, leading up to this Sunday night game versus the Bears is Leonard Floyd. I mean, Leonard Floyd was actually drafted by the Chicago Bears yes. uh, as a top draft pick out of the University of uh, Georgia. So um, this is this is a reunion. This is one of those games where, I mean, you amp it up. You know, you, if you're Leonard Floyd, you try to play it down as much you can. But when you step on that field versus your old squad, your old teammates and guys that you know and that you sweat and bled with before, this is an opportunity for Leonard Floyd to really showcase and show everybody back in the Midwest of Chicago, my cousins included in Rockford, Illinois, what they missed out on and that the development process that they missed out on. So I'm expecting a big game from him. I think he'll be extra amped up and uh, come, probably come out with two and a half sacks this game. Now, does that motivate you a little bit more when you play for a team and then you go play against them? Because I know, how was you feeling when you played against the Rams? You was there for a long time. They had to play against them. Did they, did they give you a little bit more oomph? You know what I'm saying? To prove something when you face your own own squad? Because is that the mentality you think Leonard Floyd has as well? Well, I mean, I always say, man, your discipline is bigger than your motivation. And it should always be that way. Because some days you ain't going to want to practice. You ain't going to want to play. And that's your motivation part. But the discipline kicks in. So for me, in my mindset, when I went back to St. Louis to, to play the Rams, uh, you know, with that team in Northern California, hey, I just looked at it as practice. If I was running by Ryan Bartell in practice, what, what was going to be the difference? I mean, just because I got a different color, I'm still in the same stadium. And, uh, and that was that was my motivation to go out and show these guys that, you know, this is practice for me. Let's go ahead and get it done. Well, if Leonard Ford has some uh, motivation playing against his old squad, I mean, Robert Quinn going to have some motivation as well playing against the Rams because he was with us for a long time. He was with the Bears. So a uh, dude still uh, uh, playing extremely well. And I know he was eating when he was playing with us. So I know it's just going to be a nice little matchup, man. I expect us to come out on top. I expect us to win this game. 
uh, it really don't matter to me how, you know, how good we look because these games matter. But, you know, in the, in, in the long range of things, I just want to see how we progress throughout the season. What are you expecting in this first matchup, man? And other than a win, you know, what are you ultimately expecting, Ice? And, uh, you know, quickly, you mentioned Robert Quinn, man. We yeah, just yeah. want to give him a shout out. His sister yes, won an Olympic gold medal this this summer. So there's a gold medal in his family now. So uh, she's a hurdler, by the way, from Puerto Rico. Okay. But um, I'm expecting the Rams to come out and establish who they are as a football team, number one. Offensively, establish a running game, man. Every team, man. I mean, I know it's a passing league. Uh, you know, we saw the ball flying around last night. And, uh, you know, some certain parts were neglected. Running games were neglected. But every head coach wants to come out and test that running game, test that offensive line, and see if that offensive line can move this defensive lineman off the line of scrimmage and take control of that line of scrimmage. So we, we ultimately want to come out and see how well we run the football. From there, it just, it just goes to everything else. I mean, the passing games, the bubble screens, shooting the ball down the field. And all offseason, Coach McVay has been talking about explosive plays. Explosive plays can come in, in, in many varieties, man. I'm talking from the run game and throwing the ball 20 yards down the field, which is something that we had gotten away from, uh, you know, towards the end of last season and a couple of seasons ago. So I think it's back in the fold now. So that opens up the entire tool book, the entire notebook, playbook that you have to run all your plays. From a defensive standpoint, exact same thing. We want our defense to play on the opposite side of that line of scrimmage, putting pressure on Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, and, uh, you know, make make Matt Nagy uh, switch up his game plan when he doesn't want to. So that's what I'm expecting to see from my team, the Rams, uh, Sunday night, man. Me too, man. I'm expecting the Rams to put Nagy ass to get him fired after Sunday night, to put that ass whooping on him, man, because that's what I'm expecting us to do because I'm expecting the dub from our Rams, and I know you're expecting the dub too, Ike. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, the, the, the crack open this stadium, the right way it hasn't been really cracked open yeah it really it hasn't been christened so to speak man we haven't taken that that uh that bottle i'm gonna say a bottle of jug of water man the less until the sponsors come in and sign up on the show yes, sir. Yes, and sir. christen this building you know because you know the fans weren't there we have the opportunity to have 60 plus thousand fans in sofi stadium for the first time to make it a true home feel man i mean a uh, big shout out to the coliseum and everything they allowed us to do in that stadium uh, playoff games in that stadium again. But SoFi is the home of the Los Angeles Rams, man. And it's time to christen this building with a W and with a, uh, a dominant performance by the, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. It's game time, man. It's 2021, yep. 2022 season about to kick off for our LA Rams. I'm ready to go because I'm tired of talking about it, man. Hell, we did previews all offseason, man. Now we really got some something to talk about next Monday, post game after this first game. Uh, real quickly before we wrap it up, Isaac. I mean, what you know, you got some things. I know you got something coming up. University of Memphis gonna honor you, honor you, brother. Mississippi State game. I mean, talk about that, man. You coming back? You know, you know. Hey, it, I mean, it, they they showing the trip. You got an autograph session. Talking talk about that, man, and some other things you got going on, bro. Well, man, it's always sweet to come back to Memphis, and I was gonna try to wait till next week to kind of lead into it. You know, to to water the mouths of the Tiger fans, but. Yeah, we're putting together an uh, uh, exciting Saturday. I won't say a full weekend, but an exciting Saturday in Memphis, man, where we get the opportunity to uh, show the SEC once again, man. I mean, uh, we're sitting right here. There's, there's still conference realignment that's happening. Yeah, Memphis is sitting right here. But, 
you know, as far as uh, the fans are concerned, man, we we're putting together autograph signing uh, opportunity for those who like to participate. And uh, once again, all uh, parts of the proceeds of, of what we bring in from that autograph signing uh, goes to and supports the Isaac Bruce Foundation, the Flight 300 program, where we provide uh, one-way transportation to students in need who who normally wouldn't be able to, uh, for for example, fly from Memphis to uh, uh, Oakland, California, to to attend their California University of Cal. Yeah. We pay for uh, uh, bags. Uh, we pay for Uber rides, uh, dorm decor, things that, uh, you know, people and parents just don't think about, especially those who are actually taking their first flights, man. Kind of like me when I was coming out of uh, Dillard High School, man. My first flight was to Indiana and, and Purdue to take a visit. So um, I, I know the pressures of having that money, having those funds and getting that, 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 that transportation that they need. So parts of the, uh, the portion of the, uh, Autograph signing are going to go towards that flight 300 program. And we're expecting a big crowd, Doc. We're going to be doing it for two hours from 12 to 2, uh, right there on Tiger Lane. Uh, Memphis, Memphis University, Memphis, Memphis and Liberty both have been so gracious to give us that, that opportunity and that spot really to uh, sit there and, and do what we do. So it's going to be great. Halftime is going to be great. And uh, invited all my former teammates, man. They're going to be in the house. It's going to be special, man. Oh, yeah. We're going to touch on it again next week, yeah. man. But I just know everybody because i've had some questions i was like yeah next week i mean yeah come to the game i mean yeah you'll be there you know what i'm saying so they sending out the email so looking forward to that but i i real and i know you got some other things going on with the bruce zone man you oh you you be so you be personal training people huh how they be going man it's easy i feel like dean lots bro you know how dean lots used to sit back you know you know dean lots a former nfl legend you know yeah, yeah and he would sit back and he'd be like yo do this yeah do this right here do that. So that's the way I feel, Doc. I can sit back and help people reach their goals. You know what I'm saying? Help guys uh, and gals get in get into shape, uh, you know, uh, uh, create a, a body functionally that they can move around in and feel good about themselves, man. Because, you know, just exercising, man, it, it, it boosts the confidence, man. It boosts your confidence, uh, helps you to feel good. And as we get older, man, we should get stronger right along with our age and be able to do some of the things that we did in our 20s and 30s. I, I feel like that that should never change, man, because, um, you know, I, I believe that our youth is renewed like the Eagles, and we can participate in that as well. And also, and that's the Bruce zone down there. Hey, but you know yeah. what, man? I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a it's going to be a point where, you know, people across the country and across the world who want to get that kind of instruction from Isaac can get it like virtually on the computer or yeah. something other than have, you know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty sure that's something you yeah. got to be working on because that's more of the people in Florida, man, want to get your expertise <laughs> on how to stay healthy, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, staying healthy and how to get off the line of scrimmage, man. You know, we're putting it together. And uh, those who keep getting jammed at the line of scrimmage, come on, talk to me. DM me or, you know, you know how it is. Get in contact with me, man. I'll give you some pointers. No doubt about it, bro. Anything else you want to add, man, before we get up out of here, bro? It's a big week. It's been a big week, man. The preparation is done. Uh, I think uh, today is Friday. We're probably inputting and installing uh, what's going to happen in the red zone, uh, taking a look at it uh, on the field from a, uh, a moving standpoint. And uh, I'm expecting big plays, man. I'm expecting big plays from Deshaun Jackson to take that defense, uh, take the top off that defense, man, and, and, and the things that he adds to an offense, man, open up that, that running game tremendously, man. And it should be easy for the Hendersons of the world and, and those who are backing him up. For real. And I just say, man, at least, man, throw that thing deep to Deshaun Jackson, man, at least three times, even if you don't connect. 
that's going to keep him honest, man. That's going to keep him up off the line of scrimmage. And that not only opens up the running game, but it lets Robert Woods and Cooper yeah. do their work underneath. So do that anyway, man. If, if, just throw that moment. If, if he don't go get it, he don't yep. go get it. But that will loosen up and keep them going. But I'm just looking for another big day, man. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just excited, man. Anything, you yeah. know, you get yeah. the last word, bro. Well, I tell you what, shout out to uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Man. I know he his production level last night wasn't what he thought it might have been or what it could have been but he looked he looked like ohio state ezekiel man he's in phenomenal shape quickness there uh he had great footwork i seen one cut doc he made it closed up real quick but i i mean i'm sure his offense coordinator is going to go back and, and probably kick himself but i think they should start getting zeke the ball because i think you know for for an offense to really flow that running game has to be intact, man. But he looked—he looks phenomenal, man. I mean, he can look phenomenal all he wants to, but they got to give him a damn ball. I think he only got eleven carries or something like that, bro. So that's, that's true. That's crazy, dog. But and I'm—I'm yeah. I'm an Ezekiel Elliott fan because he's a running back. But you got to give him the rock, man. Dallas, I don't give a damn about y'all, but y'all keep trying to throw the ball fifty times a game. That's not how y'all gonna win. But <laughs> do what you want to do. But I'm just saying, that's gonna do it for this edition of Ramblings. With Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.